This is Town Square Sunday On Demand. And now, 1420 WBSM's Jim Phillips. Coastal Food Shed is a nonprofit in our area committed to getting local food supplies into the hands of consumers. The food is grown locally on farms in our area. And thanks to Coastal Food Shed, it finds its way to various farmers markets in the area and mobile markets as well. Joining me to talk about Coastal Food Shed is Stephanie Perks, who's the director of Coastal Food Shed, and Maisie McVicker, who is the program manager. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Stephanie, first of all, why don't you give us some history, if you would, about Coastal Food Shed? Sure. Where did this idea come from? Oh, good question. Um, so we've got to go back all the way to Mass in Motion, New Bedford. That was a city, New Bedford um, city initiative. And um, that was back in 2012, actually, mm-hmm. that it started. And we started doing work um, taking over the farmer's markets in New Bedford, trying to get them all um, set up to accept SNAP or food stamps. And from there, a lot of the demand for local food started growing, and we really wanted to expand um, to meet that demand. So a group of us got together to form Coastal Food Shed. Uh, and so we officially started Coastal Food Shed in 2017. We're incorporated in 2018. Um, and we really wanted to, excuse me, we wanted to try to figure out where the gaps were in local food. And it's not really, supply chains are not really like a, you know, fun thing to talk about. But what we figured out was that we needed to figure out a way to get local food from our farmers into a space and then get that out into the community. So we really expanded that um, with Coastal Food Shed into form what we are calling ourselves as a a food hub for the South Coast. Did... um did the pandemic in any way help this program? Uh, it's pandemic helped very little yeah. in anything, <laughs> but did the pandemic help this program in that it raised attention about food access and the need for healthy food? Yeah, absolutely. So, geez, that was like 2020, peak pandemic. Um, we were operating our farmer's markets, the mobile farm stands, and then <clears throat> it, it just expanded uh, drastically with the demand, you know, trying to make sure that people could get food during that peak pandemic. And so we really just, the food hub took shape there, just making sure farmers could get their food out into the community. And we were able to do that by going directly to the farmers, bringing that back, making it efficient. Instead of, it allowed them to stay on the farm and grow their product. Macy McVicker, how much food do you actually handle in a week's time? Or a month? Is there a, is there an answer for that? Um, I mean, I think it, it varies depending on the season. Um, obviously, July and August are peak season. Yeah, this week. Pick um, this week. Geez, this week. I mean, we're so Dan and Lauren are outsourcing um, probably three times a week right now, mm-hmm. um, and they're bringing in anywhere from. I mean, we have a, a newer program, our Farmer to Relief program, so we're bringing in anywhere from ten thousand to fifteen thousand dollars worth of food um, from farmers and then distributing that out through our programs. Okay, so gives, give us an example of how this works uh, so people can understand it. Uh, Maisie, what, you buy food from farmers, is that correct? We, yes, we do. And, and then do you transport it back to your headquarters on Blackmere Street? Mm-hmm. Is that what happens? Yes. So and we go directly happens? to the, and then we have we have four different programs at Coastal Food Shed where this food can go out. Mm-hmm. Um, one is the farmer's market, 
Um, so we take our mobile farm stand to the farmer's market. We manage the New Bedford farmer's market. Um, so we we send out some of our food or some of the farmer's food from through that. Um, but then that farmer's market is also an opportunity for vendors or farmers to sell direct to consumer. Um, then we have our mobile farm stand. That's where a lot of this food is going out. Um, we take it to um, different neighborhoods in New Bedford. Mm-hmm. Um, twice a week we're doing that right now. And then the third thing we do is the virtual market. So folks can shop online and get food delivered to them or they can come pick up from our food hub on Wednesdays. And then the final thing is our Learn to Live Local program. That's more of an education-based thing, but it allows people to taste the food that we're picking up and learn how to cook it at home. Um, If you haven't figured it out, folks, by now, this is really a way to help local farmers um, sell their food more easily and reach consumers who need who maybe have uh, difficulty with food access, healthy food access. And so this is a way for them to reach those consumers as well. I think it's kind of a win-win for consumers and farmers. It is difficult being a farmer in Massachusetts. Maybe it's difficult being a farmer anywhere these days. Um, and, and Coastal Food Shed, I think, recognizes that and sees some of these problems firsthand. Um, elaborate if you would. Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, again, we were formed to make it easier for farmers to sell their product, and we do that by going directly to them, as we talked about, um, creating that supply chain. So things like having a refrigerated van, right? A lot of farmers can't afford to get that right now. I mean, it's especially in this market nowadays, things are incredibly expensive. So we're able to get funding through various, you know, state, federal, private donations to purchase a, something like a refrigerated van, which allows us to go and pick up that product, something like milk, for example. You know, we're able to support the local dairy industry, um, bringing that back out, you know, into the community and getting that out there. Um, so that having that supply chain is one of the biggest things that we've created in the South Coast um, that didn't exist before for farmers. How many employees do you have? We in the peak season we have fifteen, um, and then it kind of drops back down to ten. Okay, good. Um, and you are most of your effort right now, as Maisie suggested, goes to the mobile food uh, um, markets. Is that correct? Is that is that? A, is that I would a say it's spread pretty evenly. Um, I just think yeah. that the amount of food that that our operation staff is transporting yeah. is greater on those mobile farm stand days because we're really trying to be, you know, like a one-stop shop showing up in those neighborhoods. How many neighborhoods do you visit uh, on, a, on a weekly basis? Um, right now we're visiting three, but through our virtual market, um, we deliver anywhere from Wareham to Tiverton. So okay. that's quite a re- So wide people range. can go towns. and yep. visit coastalfoodshed.org, is yep. that it? coastalfoodshed.org. Coastalfoodshed.org and order what they might like. Yep, yep. You can shop. It's just like shopping at a farmer's market, but it's online. So we have, and there's more vendors. So there's like 25, 30 vendors that you can shop from, anywhere from fruits and vegetables to meat, um, honey, jam, maple syrup, mm-hmm. you know, tortillas, all kinds of stuff, All some prepared food as well. Now, I'm sure a lot of people know about this, but there's probably more people that do not. Oh, yes. We would love more people yes. to know about it. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, again, we delivered in 19 towns. Um, and so if we can expand that outreach, it, it, it would help 
obviously coastal food shed, but first and foremost, our farmers, right? Yeah. The more that we can bring out to the community, the better it is for our farmers and so that they can continue doing what they do best. Yeah. You're listening to Town Square Sunday. I'm Jim Phillips. My guests are Stephanie Perks and Maisie McVicker of Coastal Food Shed here in New Bedford. Um, how tough is it to run a farm and make a living? I know you you're not mm. farmers, you right. two, no, we're not farmers. but you watch <laughs> farmers, you see them, <clears throat> yep. and you know some of the problems that they go through. Yeah, um, I think, honestly, the best thing for people to do if they really want to learn about the struggles is to come to the farmer's market and talk to the farmers. Um, but farmers right now, you know, we're working with small to mid-sized farmers. We work with uh, 65 farmers across the South Coast, and we do stretch a little bit beyond into New England as well, because we are a small region, but farmers are struggling in a number of ways, whether it's through labor issues, not getting enough people to work on the farm, you know, more, less and less people want to work on a farm, unfortunately. It's definitely a lifestyle that you, you know, choose to to live. Um, And then, of course, you know, they're battling inclement weather. You know, our farmers right now, this was a crazy summer. It was really cold in the beginning of June, really rainy. And then we get this, you know, it gets really hot. So there's just... They're always, that's like, farmers are always battling weather. Um, and then the, the economic, you know, issues that, you know, there's a lot of policies in place that don't really support farmers in the way that they should. And these are small farmers, right? They're not the large industrial complex that exists within the agricultural world that we know today. Um, so we really try to bring up these farmers uh, in a way that, you know, they're going to be able to sell their food and stay on the farm. How many farmers, uh, local farmers, are supplying food to Coastal Food Shed? Do we have a number for that? Yeah, so we it ranges, you know, on a, a weekly basis. Um, we are year-round, so that's also important to note. Um, but like I said, we work with our, the number of farmers we've worked with is 65 plus, you know, over the years. But it's, there's a lot of, um, on a weekly basis, I would say, in we are in peak season right now in August, so it's probably between like 10 and 15 farms, main farms, produce farms, um, livestock farms. Um, but then we also like to support those producers who are utilizing local food in their products as well. Mm-hmm. So something like tortillas would be a good example. Um, you know, we can um, in Hadley, I think it's Hadley Mass, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's making co- tortillas out of local corn. Um, and we can even stretch into something like, you know, somewhere like Maine, where they're growing grains, where we don't grow down them much down here. Um, so the, it, it really varies. We really try to go anywhere that we can get local food, we'll, we'll get that. <clears throat> so it's important, uh, really, for these local farmers, uh, for you to make contact with them, and they can do some business and move some of their product Um, um I know that some of these farm, farmers, not all, but some have their local food stands, their local crop stands. Uh, you don't get rich with those, but uh, you do make friends uh, who come by and want to sample uh, you know, what you've grown. But really, uh, there's a lot of food that comes in through your doors that's contributed. Uh, and you mentioned, what, ten to 15,000 Right Dollars? now, yeah, right now it's really high because I, I will say, so something that um, because of the pandemic, uh, there's been um, luckily a lot of funding available to support yeah. the community during this really food insecure time. Um, so we're working with PACE um, in New Bedford with their community food bank 
uh, and on a weekly basis we're distributing food to them and that's funded by a, a, a grant through the state MDAR. Um, it's called the LFPA Local Food Purchasing right. Assistance Grant. And that's really allowed us to help farmers, but then help the community. It's just been a win-win all around. It's been, and it's allowed us to move a lot of local food out to food pantries. Yeah. How can all of us help local farmers? What can all of us do? Yeah. Um, Macy, yeah, Macy you, you, that. you got this. What can all of us do to... Uh... I think shopping at the markets, shopping directly from a farmer at the farmer's market Mm -hmm. um, or shopping on the virtual market, you're directly supporting um, farmers in that way. And and that's important really to help farmers, um, you know, make make some money. Absolutely. Do some Mm -hmm. things that, you know, it is very expensive. We've touched on it. Very expensive to be a farmer today from equipment to weather to labor, uh, getting enough people to, to work on your farm. Um, these are small local farms, but they're not that small when you when you look at them. Some of the farms in South Dartmouth, for instance, they're big places. They're expanses. Uh, yeah, it's amazing and, what they can grow on even one acre of, of yeah. you know, it's impressive. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Um, do we need to change some laws in Massachusetts? To make it Ooh, easier to farm. That's a heavy question, Jim. Um, yeah, of course. Um, absolutely. I, you know, I, that's, <laughs> I would definitely say so. Yeah. Can you think of one specific uh, instance where farms, farmers are being hampered by, by a particular thing that's um, on the statutes? Well, I think that, you know, maybe it's, if we go back to, MDARD is a really, MDARD is our Department of Agriculture in Massachusetts, and they do a really great job at supporting farmers. Um, obviously, they're tied to the legislation and what they can do. Um, but right now, I will say in southeastern Mass, farmers are struggling really badly with the overpopulation of deer. And if they're, there's, and they're not able to, um, protect their crops um, from that because of the legislation that currently exists. So that right now, I think, is is a really pressing issue that I would like to see addressed. Um, and that's not something MDAR can do directly, but it goes up to the top. And, and really, we need um, some legislation to be changed. All right. Um, so if people want to learn more about Coastal Food Shed, where do they go? What do they do? Um, you can visit our website, coastalfoodshed.org. Mm-hmm. Um, that has all of our locations where we're showing up each week, our schedule, and information about the virtual market and more about what we're doing. Okay, very good. Um, and um, I don't know if you know the, the exact farmer's market schedules mm-hmm. that you're in, I'm sure you do. So mm-hmm. tell us uh, uh, the farmer's market schedule that you're aware of, that you're working with, actually. Um, so the New Bedford Farmer's Market takes place on Thursdays from 2 to 6 p.m. at Buttonwood Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have our two mobile farm stand locations. Um, Monday, we're at Brooklawn Park from 2 to 6. And then Friday, we're at Klasky Common Park for, from 2 to 6 as well. And right now, since we're in the middle of the growing season here, there's a lot of interesting and wonderful things to uh, purchase and, and eat and healthy things. And that's uh, that's really the goal of a coastal food shed. Um, Stephanie Perks has been uh, uh, our guest here today. She's the director of Coastal uh, Food Shed. And Maisie McVicker is the program manager at Coastal Food Shed. 
And again, if you would like to learn more, uh, learn uh, more about uh, the farmer's markets, learn about Coastal Food Shed and what they do, it's coastalfoodshed.org. And you can learn all about it, and you can buy food online. It's a terrific, <laughs> terrific idea. Uh, both of you, thank you very much for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having us. And uh, really, uh, we need you like to have more farmers involved. You want more people involved as well. So <laughs> you're making it about as easy as you can, I think, at this point. But thank you both. Good luck. Thank you. With all of this. That's it for Town Square Sunday this week. Thanks for listening. Also, thanks to Mike Roberts and Tim Weisberg for their help in getting this program on the air and in our various social media sites. I'm Jim Phillips. Join me next week for Town Square Sunday. Until then, have a great week and a wonderful Sunday.